Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Jess. And you're listening to How Bad Can It Get? Where we watch the most critically condemned movies so you don't have to. Guess what? We have Paul again on the podcast. Hello, Paul. I'm here. Hi, oh, guys. Hi, Paul. Far more enthusiastic Hi. than the last time, Paul. And you've lowered your voice. Thank you. <laughs> you've noticed. Hi, guys. All right. Okay. So we're doing uh, Showgirls. Hey. 1995. Truly terrifying movie. I'll start with facts before I go to the synopsis. Why? Um, so it's a Paul Verhoeven movie. So watching this, I was like, God, I, this guy can't have done much else. Not realizing it was Paul Verhoeven. And then I was like, oh, okay, it's Paul Verhoeven who did Robocop, Basic Instinct, Total Recall, which I love. I mean, none of them are like award-winning movies, but they're great movies. Like, For sure. Especially Total Recall. I've never seen Basic Instinct. Years and years ago. I've seen, I've seen the scene and that's it. Yeah, I've seen the scene, yeah. the but scene. that's it. Yeah. Uh, I always thought Burt Reynolds was in this movie. And I was like, where's Burt Reynolds? I was thinking of Striptease, which came out the next year. Was that Demi Moore? Yes. Never seen it. Never seen it. We've got Elizabeth Berkley as the main character, Nomi, who we all know from uh, Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. Um, Oh, my shirt is kind of Saved by the Bell. It is a little bit, yeah. It's kind of like the the design for like the, you know, like the graphics. For the opening Um, credits. Yeah. Anyway, we've got Kyle MacLachlan, we've got Gina Gershon, we don't have Burt Reynolds, um, and then not really anybody else that, that is... Did you say Kyle MacLachlan? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Kyle MacLachlan. Anyway, so we meet Nomi. She's a drifter. Uh, try to get her, make her way to Vegas. And she hitches a ride with this guy who very quickly ends up stealing her stuff. And she, she's kind of screwed. And then she meets this lovely lady called Molly, who... Helps her out, even though Nomi is the worst. Awful. She's really awful to her. Really horrible. And yet this stranger Molly is like, yeah, come and live with me. Um, Molly's lovely. Yeah, Molly's great. Poor poor Molly. Poor Molly. God. Um, Yeah, uh, Nomi's an asshole. She goes and lives with Molly. um, And then uh, Nomi gets a job uh, working as a topless dancer in a club. And through lots of hard work and backstabbing and all sorts of shenanigans, she finally gets her dream gig as working as a topless dancer in a club. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about it. Where did it all go wrong? (laughs) That was, uh, I think, one of the quickest synopsis you've ever had, but it was actually perfect. Spot on. Spot on. (laughs) It was spot on. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. um, Elizabeth... Or Nomi. Elizabeth Berkley. But Nomi, her character's name, terrible character's name. Apparently it's a nickname of uh, the director's wife or something who's called Naomi and he calls her Nomi. Oh. Yeah, apparently that's where it came from. Um, but the first scene you have her at, she's hitchhiking uh, to Vegas. That is where she's going to become said showgirl. And gets in the car and literally within the space of four minutes, there's almost a car crash because she pulls out a knife on the guy uh, because he hits on her and she's having none of that. 
he almost he then gets really angry at her because how dare she pull a knife out of him when he was like being a creep on her knife was a little bit too much almost and like veers off the road causing a truck to like nearly crash and tumble over and then they're besties five seconds later and then five minutes by five minutes later she's in vegas she's lost all her money she's being duped by the guy in the car who drove off and stole her luggage uh, she's got like went in a fit attacked a woman molly vomited and then almost got knocked down all that in five minutes yeah what was the vomit all about that was weird like you didn't see her drinking or anything she was like playing the slot machines and then she did her like um Angela Bassett as Tina Turner running across the freeway scene mm-hmm. um, when she realized that guy had stolen her suitcase. Yeah. And then she's like hitting the Molly's car and then she vomits. And we're like, where did that? And doesn't she like smack Molly a few times? Because Molly's like, hey, is everything okay? And Elizabeth Berkeley's just like, fuck you. And then vomits. It's because she's bashing on her car. It's Molly's car that she's bashing oh, on. And Molly's like, right. what are you doing? And then she's on yeah. like, ah! crazy lady and Molly's like stop and then the two of them are like fighting and then for some reason Molly decides to be the nicer person because that seems to be who she is in this film is the nice one and and wants to help her out and takes her out for some food and Nomi's still being a dickhead like she like at one point throws the chips at her because she's like asking about her how dare you ask about me yeah (laughs) but did you notice like the giant drinks (laughs) <laughs> like there's this yeah, like, they, tiny basket of like chips and then there's just this massive drinks that they have it's <laughs> like why she eats elizabeth berkeley it's like she's n- never eaten or drank anything before and she's trying to learn how to do it like yeah. the way that she eats and drinks is bizarre she's always eating in this movie she's always eating i know a burger. but like there, in the scene where she's eating the burger she's just like mun- literally munching on it yeah like she's never eaten in her life of it. <laughs> but this scene like the whole start of the film if i have to give it props for anything it's that you know what this film is straight away because this is the most drama. It's like got more drama than any feature long film within those five minutes. It's just zero to oh, that's seventy. Just, like Elizabeth Berkeley in this movie is just like not to like a hundred and then back to not like instantly in every single scene. Yeah. It's just way over the top. Um, it's you know, like when, the director said to her, "Like I just want you to memorize the lines and then shout all of them." And then when somebody's nice to you, then you start to kind of be nice to them. But until they're nice to you, you're like crazy angry lady because she's like her character is like so angry and so aggressive, like the whole film. And like it, it takes a long time before you find out. It's like near the end of the film before you find out why she's this person. So you're just going along, going. Why? Chill out, man. You're so angry. Like you're so angry. Calm down. Yeah. So like, like the when she throws the fries at Molly, it's because she asked her, you know, where? Oh, where are you? Where are you from? And she's like, Oh, back east. Like, no, whereabouts? Places. And then she throws the food <laughs> and stuff. And then that comes up a few times, and you're like, Oh, there must be some exciting story that's going to come back later in a meaningful way. It doesn't. Not really. No. No. Yeah, it comes back, but it just... I don't know if it's meaningful. Yeah, it's more of a plot device that they kind of brought in at the end to 
explain one thing, why why one thing can't happen. And they're like, oh, maybe we'll like just kind of put a little couple of seeds in earlier. And it's just, just garbage. And did it make anyone else feel quite uncomfortable with it? So when she has her freak out and Molly grabs her and hugs her, this woman she's never met before, a complete stranger, Nomi like buries her nose into Molly's cheek and I starts she was, like whispering something to her but no she was no, just, like, she was yeah. just like rubbing her nose on Molly's cheek this made me so uncomfortable because she had vomited and all I kept thinking was like oh she must stink <laughs> I thought they were gonna <laughs> kiss I was like you've just bulked ten. Don't be, don't be kissing. It's like, and like, it's like being here at the hive or something, and you like somebody tries to come up to you for like tries to score, and you're like, "Oh, you vomited recently, haven't you?" But Molly seems to be okay with it. She's like, she's like new bestie. <laughs> <laughs> Takes her in, lets her live in her like caravan in the caravan park, and it skips on six weeks later, and like they're best friends and they're living their little shabby caravan together and elizabeth sorry no no me is like really good at nails and that's something that <laughs> it's like more important in this film than the actual yeah, backstory <laughs> yeah. i thought she was going to end up getting a nail salon or yeah. something and then that was going to be her happy ever after but... i love that let's give her character backstory she does nails yeah. i was like oh this is is this something is there something here why she's so good at nails never explained but it's like a thing that's <laughs> throughout the film and you're just like why <laughs> she's very good at nails and we just wanted to put it in there part of me kind of thought that she was going to scratch someone's face or do something to draw attention because you know how as the film goes on it all becomes about that catty competition and I was like oh well Nomi's going to like slit someone's throat with her nails or like scratch their eyes out because they keep talking about her nails but no. See, Molly works uh, as a dressmaker or like she basically an altar. She like dress altar for the show, which is the goddess show, which is basically women who dance really aggressively. So, of course, Nomi should be in there already. And she invites Molly invites Nomi over to to see one of the shows and basically come backstage, watch her work and then join in afterwards, uh, watch the show. So she does this, really excited, wears one of um, uh, Molly's dresses because she can also make really nice clothes, goes backstage and um, that's when you meet Crystal, who is like the main lady of the goddesses. She's like the big star, the big pull. And straight away, she has like some sort of like weird like interest in Nomi. Um, and Molly brings her in to see to meet Crystal and she's like oh like 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 the dancing and all is amazing she's like yeah and she asks she and then Molly obviously says oh she's a dancer too and she's all like shut up don't let her know I'm a dancer but she's also like yes I'm a dancer um and she asks her where she dance and then she said it's a cheetahs which is like yeah and she's like oh you're no dancer if you're at the cheetahs and she's all like fuck you (laughs) fuck you bitch (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it like storms out and Molly's all like sorry Crystal she's a little bit cray cray I like her nails <laughs> yeah <laughs> like what like what even happened there so and then Molly's all like don't worry I'll I'll bring you to like the pe- like I'll I'll bring you to you know where 
Oh, I was straight at the club. Oh, the club. And this is the first time we actually see, see Nomi her. dance. And she's dancing like she's on E. Like, like I'm like, is this... Is she meant to be good or... brilliant. She's like, she's just pilled off her face. Having the time of her life. But. She reminded me of this girl that I met when I was in Ibiza. But I, this girl was dancing beside me and she was dancing exactly like her. And it's so helpful because you're like, nobody, you've got like a whole space to yourself. Because this girl, its arms are just flapping about so much and she's going crazy that nobody <laughs> will go within two inches of her. So you're just like, this is great. So that's what Naomi, Naomi is. She's like somebody that you kind of stick near because you know for a fact you're going to get plenty of dancing room. <laughs> oh, 100%. But she does manage to be introduced to this recurring character throughout the film. Who's, James. Uh, James, the James dancer. The bellhop. And bellhop dancer. Bellhop dancer. Bouncer. Artist. Yeah. He's, you know um, who he is? And he goes up. He's Glenn to... Plumer, who's actually, who's been in like, he was in Speed too, And I recognized him straight away. I was like, oh, that's the dude that was in Speed 2. <laughs> Is he not the guy in the first Speed movie that's got the convertible? He's the guy in Speed 2 that with the boat that like gets commandeered by Alex, the um the main guy. I have a feeling that's probably the same guy. Maybe. That was like a callback. Maybe. I bet it was. Uh, I'm going to look this up. You know when Keanu Reeves commandeers like this guy's car and to ch- chase the bus and he's right in the thing and yeah. That so- would make sense though because that's what happens in Speed 2. He commandeers his boat yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. But it's, it's not Keanu Reeves anymore. It was Jason Patrick. That's another one we need to do. We need to do Speed 2 Cruise Control. Oh, God. And maybe Showgirls 2. Do you want to do it after this? Probably not. But maybe. Um, but so she's dancing and then this guy James goes up to her and starts dancing with her. And he says, no, she says to him, you can dance. <laughs> yeah. And he says, you can't. And she turns to him and she's like, well then, what am I doing? And I'm just sat there like, well, apparently you're warding off a swarm of wasps, you mad, <laughs> mad woman. And then she like, no, but she like knees him in the crotch. And, like Causes this big fight. Oh, and then there's a big brawl, yeah. Yeah, but well, he did like, he was calling her a bitch and then basically said that she was like, fucking him on the dance floor or something that's basically what he says he's like you're not dancing you're dancing like you're trying to fuck me or something and he was and that's and i was like dude like she just start dancing with you and you're being really impolite like if you don't like her dancing you don't have to be dig about it so he kind of deserved it yeah she's not auditioning for you like that's not what she was doing yeah she was just dancing you were trying to get in her pants and this is how you do it by being very vulgar Mm. no you kind of deserved an e in the balls but yes, she starts the fight. He ends up in a fight and then she walks off, like fixes her hair and she's all like, yeah, I started that. I'm hilarious. And then there's raging when she gets caught by bouncers who like kick her out and get her arrested. And he's the one that bails. Why do people rush to help her? Like she slapped Molly. She banged Molly's car and Molly like was like, come and move in with me. And then she beats this guy up causes a big old fight and then he bails her out of jail that's because he's desperate to get in her I mean, pants that's a long way to go these pops up so many times he's like desperation is like stinking like he's just like <laughs> pops up every now and again where she where she is and where she works and stuff and is like continually trying to meet like talk to her and like get in her pants 
Um, so it's not surprising that he like let her out because he probably thought, oh, we'll like go for some to drink after I get her out of prison. And then like she'll be so thankful and feel so bad that she need me in the balls that she'll be like, you know what? I should probably, you know, we should probably have sex now. And he's all like, oh, you know, are you sure? Uh, his character. He has one of the best lines in the movie, though. Which is? Well, it's at that point. Well, it's the guy from Speed, by the way. He's in both of them. Oh, he is in both yeah. of them. Well noticed. Oh, that's a good, that was a good notice. Yeah, good well job, done. Paul. Thank you. Thank you. What's his best line? Oh, yeah. So at that point where he has bailed her out and he's, you know, t- talking about like, you know, you're not really a good dancer, but you could be. And she's like, eh, fuck you, I'm a great dancer. <laughs> and then he's like, no, you're up there like fucking everyone on the dance floor. You're fucking them on the dance floor. And then it's like, everybody got AIDS and shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, brilliant. That is the best line ever. Aye, because that's when um, that's when she's he follows her into the nightclub that or the the trip club that she dances at, and she gives um Crystal and Zach, who is the director of or yeah, I think it's the director of the um goddesses. Yeah, yeah. So he like yeah. runs the. the the hotel or, or something, the entertainment section of the hotel uh, for the Played goddess. by Kyle McLaughlin, my massive childhood crush that I, yeah. You got to see his butt in this, which was exciting. Yeah, so she, he's, she's given Zach uh, a lap dance and your own Quistrel is just like sitting there being all like, I'm loving this. I'm really enjoying watching. And she wanted that to happen. Yeah, she like, she's, I think she like, she's totally into it. But no, like she, so Crystal requests a dance with Nomi, but also with Zach there. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, well, if you won't do that for 100, I'll give you 200 and you just dance for Zach and I'll watch. And then Nomi's like, no, I can't do that. And then she's like, well, I'll give you 500. And then obviously she ends up doing it because her boss is like, you're doing this. But it was, uh, 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 I didn't get that. Why? 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 Why did she pay that much money to? Because she wants, she's into her. Like, she's totally into her. Like, she's like a shiny new toy. Everyone seems to be going to great lengths, like unimaginable lengths to sleep think, with this woman. I think Crystal's like, she's she's the next me. Like, I, I see myself in her. I'm going to, she's the one I'm going to pass the torch on to. It's later on, like towards the end of the movie. Like, I mean, they both ate dog food. They both ate dog food. They both ate dog For food. For some reason, they had both eaten dog food. Um, yeah, I think that was the idea. The end of the movie, like the second last scene or whatever it is. I think they're trying to draw parallels between these two characters yeah, and yeah. that's what it was, but it's just not being no, very... No, I would agree. Um, I would agree. So no, 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 that no, scene no. Um, where she gives them said lapsed dance, it was, well, I was like, oh, this is... What is the rating for this film? Because I was just like, she's like naked, fully naked, um, grinding on per Zach. Like he's just like, what do I do? And then he obviously he's like, well, do you know what? I might as well enjoy it. It's happening, and it's like, oh, this is oh, he just oh, did he come? Is that what just happened there? Right. I think it seemed like he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was great. Oh, it was, it pretty was... unpleasant. And see when they got there though, see when Zach and Crystal arrived, I loved with the scene of them getting out of the um the car outside of the club. Cause it's like they were like, we want to convey that the characters have done coke. So let's have them all get out of the limo, rubbing their noses 
and breathing out heavily and sniffling like they've got really bad mm. allergies. Because if you watch that scene, everyone gets out of the limo going... <laughs> Gotta make it like, really clear to the audience. They were doing coke in that car, lads. Cocaine. Yeah. And then they were like, and let's make the convertible white so that it's really obvious. Crystal then um, gets a guy to go to the lap dance club, Cheetahs, or whatever it's called, to um, give um, give Nomi a, a, a card, basically, to go to an audition for one of the goddesses, basically, or be part of the chorus girls or something. The chorus thing. Yeah. And she's all like, did Crystal send you? And I'm <laughs> like, why do you automatically think it was Crystal? Yeah, you want this. Why do you get angry this is about what it? You, want, like, you dumb what, bitch. So what if it was Crystal? What like what are you expecting her to want from you? And yeah, well, you gave her a lap dance. Maybe she's just like, yeah, actually she can dance. Like maybe we should try her out. Also, she's seen your titties. Can she though? Can well, I, I she can dance. Oh well she can. But up until this point we have not seen any proof of that. Yes. Um, and she's like angry, angry as per usual, and then accept, and then accepts it, and then she gets really excited, and she tells Molly, she's all like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna be a chorus girl." And then they visit Versace. So this is what I remember most about this film, which is weird because I'm sure you'd expect that the thing I remember most about this film is all the tits, but surprisingly not. I am gay. Um, but they go to Versace. Obviously, it's Versace. But Nomi keeps referring to it as Versace. And then there's this really... This is the first uh, example of a catchphrase that seems to exist in this film, where Nomi tries on this beautiful Versace dress and the saleswoman says, hmm, it looks quite good. And then Molly says... <laughs> It doesn't suck. And throughout the film, people keep saying that. It's like they were trying to make a thing happen. It's like, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. It doesn't suck. Anyway. Yeah, it was like, yeah, there's some there's some decent weird one-liners. Like Molly says at one point, it's like she can't even, she can't even sew anymore. She's so horny. Like, or something she's oh. never... She hasn't had a penis in so long and she can't even stitch or something. So, basically, <laughs> she's been masturbating so much that she can't thread a needle because her hand has... The muscles are so tight that she can't hold a needle properly and she right. can't thread it because she's been masturbating so much. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. One of my other favourite lines was the... Um, the the dancer who came on she had a ripped g-string and she was like you better fix this unless you want to see a smile and snatch and i was like <laughs> brilliant <Love> shakespeare <laughs> brilliant. little little uh bit of trivia though that i learned uh was that your versace line mm. that that was elizabeth berkeley's idea what a genius didn't save her career though, did it? Did not. Did you see who see who actually like auditioned for this? Yes. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. Like Char Charlize Theron, Angelina Jolie, Drew Barrymore, Denise Richards uh went for a different film in the end with Stasha Troopers. Great film. That was Verhoeven as well, wasn't that it? That was Oh, was that Verhoeven? 
But but up until this point, Verhoeven was a, I mean, he wasn't well respected, but he brought in the Bucks, and he had like there was credit to his name. He got like, the Razzie for directing for this. He actually went and he cl- claimed it as well. So I think he he was quite aware, like it's a bit. So he's open about the fact that like they didn't go the way they had planned this film to go. I was like, dude, this was like titties all over the place and like there was no there i could see where the substance was going because apparently they did a lot of research and they spoke to a lot of showgirls and and actually incorporated some of their stories within 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 this film it just and it actually could have been a good film considering if they had different did a different angle to it but it just wasn't because this was like it it was basically like here look at her basically ride everybody or dry hump everybody and how angry she is that she um how she's been like how people are treating her and yeah it just didn't really work (laughs) it didn't really work if they're trying to get some substance from it i mean luckily though we did get a remake recently that kind of gave us exactly what they were going for improved on the formula yeah yeah they called it what was it called it was uh burlesque starring Cher and Christina Aguilera <laughs> and it was just I mean that was probably the type of movie that they were aiming to make really solid gold effort on that part I was, I'm, I'm being sarcastic no if he's being serious and he just really enjoys musicals that he's blind <laughs> to that film it's basically the exact same story without the tits. With Cher, great, fantastic, yeah. but that doesn't make up for her. Well, um, yeah, so from there, she auditions for the chorus girls uh, with loads of other women. And her fan, Crystal, goes to watch and she literally looks like she's like having a great time. Um, when she turns up, she's not dressed like the other girls, so she has a wee panic and she like storms off. And then comes back on and changes so she looks more half naked like the other women. And it was like, weirdly, it was like an over R-rated version of um, uh, Bring It On. You know that scene where the guy with the, the jazz hand, yeah, he's like all a like, where your man like slags off some girl because her nose and then she gets a nose job and then she comes back and he's like, well, now you need to sort out your ears. And he just keeps going down the line to like ask some really ridiculous questions. Like he asked one girl, like, what courses has she taken? And she's taken like every dance course is available in the world. And he's like, we don't do courses here or something. It was something really stupid like that. What has he said? We don't do what courses. He said, he said, oh, I can't, I can't remember. Oh, um, what's, um, the name of the, what's the name of the show again? Goddess. Goddess, that was it. It was like, we don't do shows here, we do goddess. Go away. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, really, and he gets to her and then she does her usual, like, bit, like angry, aggressive lady. And she's just like, I can, and it's like, and what about you? And she was like, well, I'm just here watching you be an asshole. <laughs> so it's like, okay. So then she dances, like everybody else does her dance and stuff. And then they're loving her. And then it gets to the point where there's like three girls left and they're like, dance for your life. And then he asks, he says, take off your top. And they're all like, well, and I'm like, why are you so reluctant to take off your top? She was the last one to take her top off as well. And you're like, bitch. Yeah, I was like, you you strip daily. Like, that's your job. You don't, I think you think it would be less like, oh, exactly. don't look at my titties. And also, the, like, you know, the show also is titty ladies. So it makes sense. So she eventually takes off her top. 
And he's all like, eyeing up the titties. And he's all like, yeah, nice, nice. And then he gets to her and he's like, why aren't your nipples hard? And she's all like, what? It's like, I'm hard. Why aren't your nipples hard? And I was just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> why was that necessary? So he like, he's like, I'll, I like, I'll uh, tweet, I'll twiddle them for you. And she's all like, mm. And it's really a weird, awkward situation. And then somebody, for some reason, brings over ice. For this conversation, he shouts over to the redhead guys, like, go get me some ice. Because as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, God, I know what's coming. So then he's all like, puts his little creepy, crawly hands, like little hands into the bowl of ice. And he's all like, mmm. And goes to pick one out, to pick a handful out for some reason to like, numb her nipples so they go hard and then she all like she does her usual like like flings the ice at him and then storms off um and somehow still gets the part so yep becomes a goddess it's because gina gershon's character crystal helped her out so much because obviously elizabeth berkeley has been horrible to her which in this film means that the recipient of her horribleness is going to go out of their way to do something nice for her, which is what Crystal does. She gets her the part. She storms out of the audition and guess who's there? The bellboy. Our our Sam. What's his name again? James. James. And gets himself fired again because he wants to have a chat with her. And he's all like, come on, I'm going to bring you out for a nice dinner. And then his nice dinner is basically speeding down these tiny little alleyways while she like munches on a burger and she's all like, oh, burger. And he's like, starts asking about herself. And she's all like, I've been places, I'm from places. And he's like, you don't really like people talking about, you don't really like to talk about yourself, do you? And then she ignores that and continues to stuff her face while littering. She then, they pull up at his, his, his crib and she's like, where are we? And he's like, my house. She's all like, mm. And he brings her in. I want to show you something. Brings her in and then shows him where is like this dance that he wants to do. Private room or something it's called. And he wants her to be the main dancer for her. So they start dancing. He shows her some of the moves and she's all like, I got this. And then she starts dancing with them and she's all like, oh, so <laughs> he brings her in. They start a dance and like the dance are all the same in this film that I've noticed. It's all a lot of like, I need to do an X. I need to do a Y. And my head needs to go from side to side super fast. Yeah. What's your butt? And there's a lot of like, uh, 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 I'm like, what? Why are you making these noises? And she's like, ooh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> what? And like the choreographer, his name... Right, the female choreographer's name is Gay. Yes, I giggled every time they said. Well, her I name. thought she was talking to the gay guy with the ginger. Yeah, one. the ginger guy. He's <laughs> like, "Hey, Gay." Wondered why he wasn't answering. But like when she's teaching the choreography, she is the most emotive choreographer. And I know that a lot of choreographers are, but she's literally like, "Okay, after three, one, two, three. As she gets so after showing her once, it's like every 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 dance film I've ever seen, except for like Dirty Dancing. Like they get the the dancers get the the new dancers get the move after like seeing it once or for ten oh, seconds, yeah. and she's like, I got I got this, I got this again. But the thing is, in that part, because I was homing in on it, because I was thinking to myself, she's not gonna watch this once and get it. Not only did she watch it once oh, and yeah. get it, but. 
she continued the routine after yeah. what she'd been shown. And I was going, oh my God, she's psychic too. You could get away. She, okay, so she could get away with that because she was watching the show beforehand and she was like doing the, move, doing the moves. So maybe she just like, maybe she has a, maybe we're like not giving her cred. Maybe she has like photo, like a photographic memory and we just don't, you just haven't told us. She's like the girl with the dragon tattoo is what you're saying. Did she have a photographic memory? She did indeed, yes. I've never read the book. That's something I need oh, to read. You need, oh, you need to read the book. Oh, I'll give you the book. That's Thank great. you. Give me the book. I no, yeah. Actually, don't give me the book yet because I still have that other book that you gave me to read. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. So after I read this one, I'll swap it for, for the girl with the, the uh, dragon tattoo. So yeah, so she gets the choreography after like five seconds. She's all like, "Where am I gonna be dancing on the show?" And then you're like, "Tonight, you're gonna be tonight." And she's all like, "Oh, like no bother to her." And she's like dripping in sweat because she's obviously been working hard, and she's on her new diet like five seconds. So she's like, "And has probably... she been rehearsing for one day?" Yeah, like an hour by the looks of it. Like an like, hour. <laughs> she's like, "That and there you I go. just can't." And I know it happens. <laughs> like. There was one situation where I was flown out to China to do a show and literally had one day to watch the show and then go into it. That's scary. But even with that, that was just like on the plane to China, I was learning the songs that I had to sing. And when I got there, it was a case of you walk from this point to that point, from this point to that point. You're not learning an entire choreographed show for a Las Vegas stage. Like that, that just that seemed mad to me, and I don't know if anything like that would ever happen, but maybe it does. Maybe, yeah, maybe. they're just like, and you go and you've got your boobs out, so if you make a mistake, no one's really gonna know. And you have a dance partner, so maybe they keep you in check and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. exactly. I don't, not... Unless there's unless there's monkey poo on the stage, which unfortunately yeah. there was, and we won't clean it up because that's exactly. like we would never exactly. think. Hey, of... Everyone, there's monkey poo on the stage. Just, just watch just, it. We'll we don't. We're not planning it. on dance cleaning around. it. Yeah, just we put some tissue down, but you know, mm, ignore the monkey poo. Yeah, the the monkey escaping and running around the uh <laughs> in the dressing room and putting lipstick on i was like ha 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 i missed that that must be when i was doing my drawings excuse me doing your drawings yeah i got really bored and just started doodling there was a point that he was writing so much in his notepad that i was like God, he's getting a lot for this film. And then about 30 minutes later, he went, I made a drawing. <laughs> I was like, oh. I did a little ninja guy, and I did a swan, and I did an eye. Yeah, I can draw good. an eye and a swan. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I missed the monkeys. But the monkeys were... You missed the monkeys? You missed the monkeys? Weren't anything... Spectacular. They just, there was monkeys and Naomi grabbed one. She's like, I caught a monkey. And then that was it. And then we found out about them shitting on the stage. And then she slips on the stage because of said monkey shit. And, but. Like the entire reason for the monkeys being in the movie was just so for she can slip. to slip on their shit. <laughs> yeah. So she's, but she does well. Like she, the, the, the actual thing goes down without a hitch. The dance goes mm-hmm. down at a hitch and she gets flowers. She's all like, yay, I'm a star now. Does and this really is where well. I was really impressed. Like when you see her in the show, I was like, oh God, Elizabeth Bartley can dance. I must have missed that bit. No, like she was really good. She was very, very good. She was good in 
in like Save by the Bell because that was her thing, wasn't it? I remember in Save by the, Be- by the Bell. But you know, every time I think of Elizabeth Berkeley and Save by the Bell, I always think of that storyline where she became addicted to caffeine pills. <laughs> And it was treated like a whole anti-drug episode. Oh, yeah. And then Zach's like, you need to stop this. And then she's like, Wah! And genuinely, I think so that's, her, that was, that's what I was going to say. That was her audition. <laughs> Maybe. They were like, oh, we saw that. We saw that episode. And we were thought, she's the girl for this film. <laughs> I feel for her. I really feel she for her because, film. my God, even if she's not good, this movie just highlighted all of the worst things about her acting ability. You know the way I said that Charlize Theron was um, up for this film as well? So she, the reason why she didn't get it, I think is because she wasn't well known. So that's what she said. She was said she could have been in this film. Had they chose her, she would have done it. Because she said it, she's like, she had no issues with the full frontal or anything like that. She's like, I was doing that for modeling already, so it wasn't a big deal. Um, she said uh, that the reason why they didn't end up picking her is because she wasn't, at the time, she was very unknown. Um, whereas Elizabeth was, at the, at that time, it would have been very well known. Um, so she, she was like, I was lucky. I was really lucky because that could have destroyed my career. Oh, what a shame. I know it was really sad, but like, cause your man, what's his name that you said that plays Zach again? Cause he, he, he like, he apparently didn't realize, like he said he, when he watched it, he was like, oh, oh, well maybe the next scene will be better. Oh, maybe the next scene will be better. And then he was like, oh no. And cause it, uh, the rumor was that he like left the theater and didn't even watch the whole film. But no, he said he did. He said it to the whole thing. Yeah. I saw this interview and he was basically saying like, he had no idea how bad the film was. How is that possible? I don't know. Like, the sex scene alone. Like- <laughs> oh, wow. The sex scene. Wacky waving inflatable arm filling tube man. Sex. It's ridiculous. Full on riding him like it was a rodeo, like she was on a bull or something like that. She was just like, weeha! You know what it reminded me of? You know in Ace Ventura, when he falls into the shark tank and he's getting, like, pulled about? <laughs> that. That is what she does uh, in that sex scene. She's, like, on the verge of becoming a star. And she decides to, that she wants to, like, get to get a lift home by Zach and asks him to take her home his, to his house, not hers, because she lives in the trailer park. And he brings her home. They He gets... Uh, Busts out the champagne. Immediately pours it all over her and in the pool. No, but like, he pours oh, glasses. He first. pours glasses and then puts them in the pool and then pours the rest on her. I was like, what a waste. They get there and he's all like, are you nervous? And she's like, no. I was like, whoa, this is weird seduction. Gets in the pool. He follows her in after he turns on his dolphin um, waterfall. <laughs> that was really important that they had to oh, put yeah. that in. Yeah. And then it kicks off really like straight away kicks off and she gets on top of him and she is like psychotically riding him. Basically, Paul, would you like to demonstrate again, please? Okay, so it was like like wacky waving inflatable arm flow and tube man meets <laughs> Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura when he's in the shark tank. And it's just like wow. <laughs> And Zach is like, like looking that. at her like he's so confused. Like he's like, I don't know what's happening. And he's just like, 
Okay. And it gets progressively aggressive. Like, it starts off just her kind of like, you're watching her like she's the girl from The yeah. Exorcist. Christ compels you! Christ compels you! <laughs> <laughs> but it's literally like that. And like, the more that Christ <laughs> compels her, the more she fights it. <laughs> and he's like, I wonder if like, the actor, he was like, oh, what's, I don't know what's happening in the scene anymore. Like, what is this film that I'm in now? I thought it was something else. And this is not what I was expecting the sex scene to be like. Um, Can we do another take? <laughs> no, no, that's what's happening. That's exactly how we wanted it to play it. I just, would, yeah, I just would love to have <laughs> yeah. seen the direction. Go wild. Just, just go crazy. Ride him like a bull. You know what? You know when you were dancing in the club? Just do that on him. So we've missed, we've missed, uh, I think we've missed one thing, which is important for continuing on, which is yeah. the two women who like Julie and I can't remember what the other one is, but they just got really long plaited hair and then there's the other girl that has no hair. And they've had like this constant battle, constant battle. At one stage, it like it goes to yeah. fisticuffs um, and they were beating the bejesus out of each other. And then Julie brings her kids in for some reason because she thinks that's a good idea to bring them into a showgirl's room. And the girl or woman curses to tell them to shut up. Yeah. And they're like, Mommy, she cursed at me. And then she starts crying. She's all like, ah. And they have this really weird red dyed hair as well. That's not definitely not natural. I was like, <laughs> like they were like children of the corn. They were like children of the corn kids. The kids were terrifying though because they saw the monkeys. <laughs> And it's just these two young children, children of the cornrows. surrounded by naked children of the cornrows. <laughs> nice. But there's these two young children surrounded by naked ladies and watching all these monkeys in the fore in the background, they're going, But mother, I want to go and play with the monkeys. And the mum's like, You can't go play with the monkeys. And they're like, but mother, she said fuck to me. <laughs> she used a swear. She used a swear word. <laughs> so that happens. And then your one has the evil eye. She's all like, I'm going to get you for this. I'm going to get you for cursing on my kids. And she does. And she gets so, her. Oh, she gets her good. So they're in the middle of her teen life on the stage. And the girl with the long hair, Julie... Uh, has like little diamantes, like these crystals in her hand, and she and then Nomi sees what she's gonna do. She's all like, "Oh no!" But and doesn't tell anybody or doesn't try to stop her from doing it. Just watches this ha- oh, on the chaos unfold. So she lets drop um, these little st- uh, stones, and the partner that's holding up the woman with the bald woman head woman. Um, <laughs> Drops her. I don't know what her name is. With the bald woman head woman. <laughs> bald headed lady. Drops her. She's all like, ah! Ah! My leg! Ah! And like screaming. And the guy who fell seems to be no bother. Not at all. He's like, He's fine. oh, I, I slipped on something and I just lost my footing. And she's screaming on the ground. They don't stop the show. Everybody continues dancing around her while she's like screaming on the, on the stage. Um, and then in the background, he, the, the, the floor manager or something says, it's actually, this is what happened. She's fell on these beads and they're like, oh, they must have come off of somebody's costume. Nobody has them beads on their costume. No. So where did they come off of? And, and no it, point do, do we you not see check a costume stage? that seems to include beads like that. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Julie looks at Nomi and Nomi like looks at her all knowing and says nothing. Says nothing. So we continue on and Nomi gets the chance to be the understudy because your one who fell was the understudy for Crystal. She auditions for it because Jack tells her about it. So she auditions for it and she gets it. But Crystal's all like, no, this is not happening. She's raging at her for having sex with Zach. And Zach's all like, you're just jealous because you didn't get there first. <laughs> Which like, is okay. true, probably. Yeah, she's raging. So that happens. Then Crystal um, blocks uh, uh, her Nomi from doing it, uh, from getting her to be on her understudy. And there's a moment about the nails again, because Nomi's like, let's be friends. I'll do your nails. She's all like, no, they're a little bit younger for me. Um, so there's another nail bit. And you're just like, what's with the nails? So then there's this the uh, a new show where they're all wearing leather and their titties are hanging out with leather and there's motorcycles and they dance together, her and Crystal. No, that's that's the same show. It's just a different scene. I can't quite figure out what the through line of this show is because every single dance routine we see from it, I'm just going, what? Huh? But yeah, I, I but I don't blame you for thinking it's a different show because it one hundred percent looked like it. They like they just wear different outfits, but the dancing is all the same move. It looks like the same. Literally, dance, it's the same di- different outfits. Yeah. So uh, on the way out, because like Nomi's pissed at Crystal because Crystal like pushes her over during the routine, and then like he's like, "Come here, little slave," and like drags her off stage, and Nomi's like, "Bugger off." Um, Naomi is walking down the stairs after her. And behold, Naomi pushes Crystal down the stairs um, and is all shocked when she hurts herself really badly. Molly thinks she did it because she sees something but doesn't, doesn't know whether she saw exactly what happened. But Julie pipes up and goes on um, goes on uh, Nomi's side because obviously they have this whole like secret together. Yeah, because Nomi, Nomi kept Julie. quiet about what she did. Yeah. So she's like, yeah. I got your back. Yeah, so she gets her back and she's all like, I got you. And she says, oh, I saw her. She just slipped. And there's, and you want, nobody believes her. <laughs> but they can't say anything because Nomi's saying like that she saw what she saw. But like, Nomi got like, that was a freebie. Like, that she didn't have to stick up for her and she just gave her an alibi. And then, so she's got a free pass. She's out of it. And then she does that smirk like, yeah, see, <laughs> and they're like, "Dude, you just got a freebie. Like, don't do that face. Just be like, shrug. You don't have to be like, ha ha ha. I got away with it right in front of everybody." Oh. Yeah, but then, then that's the thing. Then you, you'd think that she maybe she thinks that no, no, me will probably use that against her because she didn't help her. You know the way if you're if you're a, like sadistic, we shite like that she is that you she would always think that somebody would definitely stab you in the back if you don't do something for them. They thought, think about all these people like Janet Jackson and everybody that could replace Crystal. Then they decide, let's take a let's take a gamble. Yeah, because they, what do we do in Vegas? We, we gamble. gamble. <laughs> so she gets picked. So she's delighted. Molly doesn't trust her, but that only lasts like for five minutes because the minute she says that she's going to a party with some fella called Alex Claver, Andrew, she's all Andrew Carver. Andrew Carver, Alex, Alex, Alex Claver. Claver. <laughs> <laughs> neither of them sound like a musician i know then. right but uh, so she minute she finds out that she's all like i'll forgive you i'll um, forgive you <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like pep you. and great, great expectations now 
<laughs> That's exactly where the story is going. <laughs> um, so she gets to a party. Everybody's celebrating how amazing she is. And um, she introduces her to... Uh, introduces... Molly. Andrew. Yeah. Um, to Molly. because, But first, Andrew's all like, I want to touch your ass. And she's all like, oh, okay. I'll just introduce you to my friend Molly. You can touch her ass instead. But this is important. <laughs> Because yeah, him flirting with Nomi comes back later on in the film. Yeah, and she feels a little bit responsible for this. Mm-hmm. So she hooks Molly up with Andrew thinking he, oh, he might have like said touch my ass, but maybe he's uh, actually a swell guy. Um, So she introduces them. Molly, he's like, oh, Molly, I get you a drink or whatever. And they go off to get a drink. And you don't really think anything of it because like Zach and Nomi are having this like nice romantic dance. And all of a sudden, blah. It just cuts to a fucking rape scene and you're just like, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. I was like, did I just see that? It just, like Jess says, it cuts to this rape scene that is so unexpected. Yeah, because, well, I'd got a, I was like, I'm just going to go for a smoke because uh, don't pause it. Yeah, I and I came back and I was it for you and he was like, don't bother. Nah, that's fine. And then I come back and I'm like, like at this scene where he's like just, you know, punching her in the face. And I was like, what did I miss? And he's like, literally nothing. <laughs> like, this is just happening. It's like, yeah, out of nowhere. And then, and then it cuts to her, her like, uh, stumbling out of the room and she's like covered in blood. Yeah. A lot of it dry blood, which makes no sense. Um, covered in blood. And she's all like, Naomi's like, Jesus Christ. So they get to the hospital. <clears throat> Zach's there. Naomi's there. Naomi's like, yeah, I need to call the police. I need to call the police. And Zach's like, no, we're not doing that. That's not what happened. And he just drags her into a different room. And then he tells her basically all about her past because he's been secretly like looking Here's that her. payoff we've been waiting for. Yeah, that payoff for the entire film comes at the end of the last 10 minutes. And the, when he gives <sighs> that speech, like he starts off and he's really angry. And he's like, I know all about you. Your dad killed your mum and then he killed himself. And then you and I was were like, across the I know, but, but he took a pause after that. And I was like, whoa, there is no need to be angry for that, mate. But yeah, then he went on. But yeah, there wasn't really, it wasn't like her past was, there wasn't, it wasn't like it was super dark. That wasn't nothing, that was, none of that was her fault. Like, well, she was like, she was a hooker and then she was like massively on drugs and stuff so i think the reason why she was hiding as well is that she probably has a record and you can't really like it's probably very difficult to get jobs and stuff yeah. and she didn't have like a social security number so which is really like it's a, i think you have like it's the same with our national insurance number you have have to have it to have a job so i think she's just been getting around it well i think i think she did have one but she didn't want to give it to them when she got the job because she was like if I do, they'll find all of my history. So I'm just going to lie. Yeah, because I don't think she wanted them... Yeah. To, yeah, didn't want them to know. Yeah, and they probably won't want her... Yeah, and they probably won't want her as a dancer. Like, So I think that's that makes sense mm-hmm. why she would keep that secret. Also because like you don't want to tell everybody. She probably wants a new life as well, a new persona of herself. Um, and the fact that she was like saying no to drugs all the time makes her seem like she's like a... Like, you know what I mean? she doesn't do drugs and it's not because oh i did so many drugs that i just i shouldn't like you know the way i'm coming off the drugs and that might be make that might make sense now why she vomited because maybe she was maybe that was like a weird way of them saying that she's on a come down or something no i i really 
do not think for a second. Maybe that's that why we... she's so erratic. <laughs> oh my god, it's all coming together. Actually, Elizabeth Berkeley was sensational. <laughs> it's all of those caffeine pills that she was addicted to when she was in Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Polly, Polly, yeah, Polly had an even darker backstory where she was uh, Jesse. Who's Polly? Polly is her name, her, her real name. name. Which is quite funny because I'm like, did you not think that was oh. too close to Molly? Like Polly yeah. Molly? Like, why yeah. have you chose that name? And there was a penny as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so Zach is like, um, basically was like, wait, no, you're not telling the police. Uh, I'll get him to give her some money or something. She can like open her own like clothes store. Um, so Naomi feels like she can't say anything because um, if she does, he'll, she'll she lose, lose her everything that she's worked so hard for. But decides to, well, fine. If you're gonna do that to me, I'm gonna do something basically uh, to get to basically get back or whatever. So she goes to Andrew's house and is dressed very nice. Um, and Andrew's the rock star. Yes, Andrew's the rock star. Goes to his house and she's all like, "Hi, Andrew, looking sexy." And he says. I prefer you without. I preferred you without clothes on. She's like, oh well, wait until you see me without pants on. Hey, hey, hey. and starts stripping, takes off her top just, and then Let's he... talk about the coloured in nipples. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> I thought, that... and it was coming off as he's like sucking on her nipples. It's like coming off, and I'm like, I thought it was poison. I thought she was gonna poison him. Ben said that's the same. what I said. I, like... I thought it was poison. I was like, is that a thing women do? Do they just like put a bit of lipstick on their nipples? And be like, Not that I know. It was weird. Maybe you should start doing that. I will. <laughs> but yeah, and then she basically she just kicks the shit out of them. And she's oh, like, there's round, roundhouse kicks galore. Like, yeah. you're like, whoa. She's like, bah, bah. it was impressive. Yeah, it was like, she was impressive. doing some Street Fighter stuff. Yeah, like, it, it was great. She kicked the face off of him, and then she was like, "Oh, he's just having a nap." I was like, "Did nobody hear her kicking the shit out of him?" I know. They were sitting out, right outside the it was door. It's like a big penthouse place, and and also they thought that they but were they thought be they were having, having like mad sex. And he was probably like, "Oh, wow, they're they're going at it, aren't they?" And she's probably like, "Sleeping now." He's like, <laughs> yeah. "Help me, she's killing me!" And <laughs> they're like, "Good times, good times." Mm-hmm. So she leaves, and. Uh, basically, we end up where we began, where she's hitching a ride. And guess what? She ends up getting in the same car as the guy who robbed her suitcase. And he doesn't recognize her because she's got no, a cowboy she's got hat shades on. on. Oh, I missed a bit. Shades on and cowboy hat because she got oh, the cowboy yeah, yeah, hat. Yeah, yeah. She went to visit Crystal at the hospital. Crystal's all like, we've ate <laughs> dog food together. Um, I, I saw you as like me. And basically, what? how do you think I got my first start in life? Because so basically, she doesn't. She doesn't um feel oh, she doesn't hate her for knocking her yeah. over because she did the same thing to get her get her part. Um gives her a uh, cowboy hat, gives her a wee kiss, and then off she goes. Hitchhiking, gets in the car, got shades on, got her cowboy hat on, and then the guy is like, doesn't realise that it's the same girl. And then she like takes off the shades and like whips her knife again. He's all like, shit. Oh shit. And and all she wants is her suitcase though. Give like, me back my she's suitcase. She's made all this money now. She start, she had nothing at that point. What can have been in that suitcase of value? And now she, all she wants, she's like, I want that suitcase, bitch. <laughs> maybe she had like a good maybe suitcase. She had it. like pictures from like friends or in her old life that she wanted to keep, or 
pictures of her mother, her dead mother that was murdered by her father who then murdered himself. Or should have, meh. should have maybe mentioned that in the film. Lots of meh. But if there was meth in there, he would have well sold that <laughs> or took it himself. So there's no way. She, but she specifically, all she said, she wanted her suitcase back. She didn't say she wanted the items in her suitcase. She wanted the suitcase. Maybe it was Versace. Maybe. I can't believe that they've done this. I'm going to get the director here right now and tell him what I think about this. And the director's like, no, no, no. It wasn't prostitution or anything. He's like, she's jumping to conclusions. And then Cal McLaughlin says, if it happens again, you're going to jump to your conclusion. Best line ever. Best line How did ever. he not know this was going to be a bad Honestly, movie? Honestly, how could you not? Do you have a question for me, Ben? Yes, I do. It's actually, I'm going to open it up. You both have to give me an answer. So, would you rather strip right down to your naked body? My painted nipples. Your painted nipples. (laughs) Would you rather strip right down to your painted nipples on stage where your parents are in the audience or sit in the audience and watch your parents strip naked? Oh, the first one. Oh. Yeah, the first, the first one. They've seen me naked yeah. as a baby. I don't think it's that weird. So like, sh- but showgirl style. So like, you're doing like, like thrashing I really don't about. Wanna, like I exorcist. really don't want to see my lad thrashing around naked. <laughs> Did you or say my your mother. lad thrashing around? Is there something I don't know about you? Like <laughs> <laughs> secrets revealed in the podcast. Yeah, I think that would be. It was so easy. Yeah, it wasn't easy because I could close my eyes and like it was not happening. I just pretend like it's not happening. Close my eyes. Oh shit! We could sit in the audience and close our eyes. <laughs> oh yeah, That's so shit. Literally, what I was going to say, <laughs> like, I would choose the audience. Because I would just close my eyes or look down. Well, yeah, if that's if, if you're if both your like, eyes is an option, then it should. But you're really... both like, yeah, yeah. You assume that you have to look, though. I have no issue. I have no issue being nude. It's fine. Good to know. Good to know. Just give me a couple of beers. He's actually his bottom half completely naked right now. <laughs> I'm wearing my fisherman pants. All right, it's time for not my cup of. this part of the show i am going to i'm going to give some reviews that people have put on the interweb about films that were really well received but these people didn't think they should have been well received and ben and paul have to guess just watching my eyes get progressively smaller because like i'm I'm on this So the idea for this one, because Paul is with us today, we're going to do it a slightly different. And for this one, we are going to have it a little bit of a competition. Like Ben has forced me to, and Paul to be in competition together. Now I'm forcing the husbands to be in competition together. We're like going to so, fall out. <laughs> so I'm going to give I'm going to give the reviews. If Paul answers before Ben, then Ben obviously loses and doesn't get a point. How many points have I got? I've got half a point. No, one and a half points. Yeah, We've so one and a half points right now. And I need to get so, five. Yeah. Yeah. But if obviously if Paul gets there first, then you get Zil's points. And I guess Paul gets a point instead. Well, and get, we what, have what, to what? we have to factor that in. <laughs> we have now factored that one in. 
Um, so I'll start. So uh, our first reviewer is called Klingro. Um, and he has said, I'm going to assume it's a he. Why are really bad movies being portrayed as iconic? Or sorry, not iconic, ironic. Um, parody, intentional, etc. A movie from the 80s has rubber monsters and stupid light effects because it was intended to be a parody. No, because it was stupid and because even if it was intended as a parody, I didn't have that feeling and all I saw was a stupid movie. Gremlins? No. It's not Gremlins, but that makes sense why you would think that. Clash the Titans. It is also not Clash of the Titans, but also I love Clash of the Titans, the older versions, not the new mm. version. But that's not from the 80s. It's not no no they the oh no it's from the like 60s yeah. or something it's not, right i think it's, it's, I think it's the 70s think it's i think it's early to mid 70s yeah okay so next one this is from terence 303 i love japanese movies i love manga i love fantasy stories i love karate kid and i love the last samurai but i don't love this heck i like i love fighting movies Japanese and Chinese culture, samurais and comedies, but I loathe this piece of unimaginative rubbish. Damn, I think a 16-year-old could write better than this. I've had better dreams than this movie. <laughs> right, 80s parody, Asian it sounds like. Loads of like prosthetic characters fighting. I, when I give you the clue at the very end, I think it's going to be like finger on the buzzer because the clue is going to give it right away. Right away. So third, because right, this is it. from go for it. Wheelie08. <laughs> this is a sci-fi mystical cowboy kung fu Manchu movie. The storyline is straight out of a Saturday morning cartoon full of evil and magical characters who must get to to kick uh, must get kicked out of them by oh this is really badly written and um, must get it kicked out of them by a rugged american hero almost all the lines are delivered with the same kind of conviction as a wwf wrestler oh yeah this one this is a good one this is really hard but i'm starting to think that i don't know what this movie is we've we've talked about it we've talked about it before okay give us the clue if you've seen the film and you've paid attention to the dialogue as much as I have, this will give it away. Are you ready? Where's my truck? Think about it. What film that has a lot of Asian and um, like mystical characters, has an American hero who has a truck? I'm feeling really stupid. Same. <laughs> Shall I give you another clue? Yeah. <laughs> just like fuck I didn't have another clue I didn't think they'd be this bad <laughs> um, so no I, I'm waking you up this he's the one of the actors is married to Goldie Horn. Goldie Horn. Horn. oh 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 um, Legend? Big Trouble Little China correct oh I was thinking where's my truck films. that's the whole thing how do you not know that because the whole thing is him looking for his goddamn I truck I know I was going down the route of thinking I of haven't Asian seen that since films. I was a kid uh... <laughs> so good such a great film oh, great film I remember great liking film. it when I was a kid 
Yeah. Darn it. Oh, I'm sad. Sadly, Ben, that means you've lost a point to Paul. <clears throat> Darn it. Oh, well. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> ha! Clash of the Titans, 1981. Get fucked. <laughs> Fine, Paul, you can have another point. No, it wasn't the answer. It wasn't the 60s. It was 81. I said early 70s. Early to early. early okay. to late, Well, the early point to is, late. I was right about something. All right, so it's time to rank that film. A film is nothing without a star of approval. On how bad can it get? We don't use stars. We use three different categories. Jess, what are the categories? Our categories are guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Good for a laugh. Good for a laugh. <laughs> and kill it with fire. Kill it with fire. So, Paul, you being the guest, I think you should answer this first. Uh, I'm just like, because it's so fucking long, kill it with fire. Like, this could be a guilty pleasure if it wasn't so tediously long. But nah, kill it with fire. Fucking awful. Kill it with fire. Yeah, I am the same. I'm kill it for fire for the exact same reason. It was so long. I think I was an hour in and I was like, are we not done? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump in there as well. Kill it with fire. It's unanimous. It's unanimous. Unanimous. Exactly what Paul says, though. It could have been a guilty pleasure if they just yeah. trimmed off some of the boring stuff. And just kept the yeah, hilarious definitely. stupid and just kept shit. The really stupid, like I want to see a supercut of Elizabeth Berkeley shouting. That's that's what the movie should be. Just a super. There's super, gonna be definitely supercuts. Supercuts. There's definitely gonna be supercuts in the world, oh. but it won't be that. They will not be that. No me Malone looking for fame, so she's off to Las Vegas to play the game. I'd like to like her, but here's the kick. She shouts all the time and she's a bit of a dick. Ooh, ah, tear it to bits. She's flappy, flappy, pussy, drappy, showing the bits. She's a serious dancer with expertise. When she dances, she looks like she's spinning out bees. Bees, 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 yeah. Dance like nobody's watching. I actually got a film in the bank just in case you threw it like at me the last minute like you did last time. <laughs> Paul, why don't you tell us what film we're going to watch next week? We'll let you choose this time. Okay. So <laughs> I've chosen a film that you've probably not heard of. Oh, I was going to ask for a clue, but... No, you can't get a clue. Right. Because you will have not heard of any of the cast or the director. Um, All right, give it to us. Give it's it called Lamageddon. Lamageddon. Lama. Lamageddon. Lamageddon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lama so, like an Armageddon of llamas. Yes. This is way off what we normally watch, so I'm excited. <laughs> it's only 69 minutes, so it's an easy one. That's okay. I, You know what? I've never seen a llama be so scary before, so. I thought they were cute. Me neither. They have fucked up teeth. Like, I saw llamas today at Mill Farm um, with my nephew, and I was like... I think llamas are so cute. They have really nice eyes. 
Oh no, it was alpacas. I see. They're really similar looking, though, right? See, I've got I've got like a teddy llama. I've been obsessed with llamas ever since the Emperor's New Groove. This might room llamas for you, Pen. This might make you feel differently about llamas. It might. I am very excited about Llamageddon. <laughs> Me too. Thank you for choosing that. Yeah, Paul, thank are you, you going to join us for Llamageddon? I one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So Paul's, Paul's becoming a regular. He's getting pulled Wee. in here. <laughs> you might. Paul's like. I'll become somewhat regular I think... when I want to be there for the film. <laughs> yes, when I have something to say. And also, I think I'm going to start checking the runtime before I agree or not. <laughs> like, Two hours, ten minutes? Nah. <laughs> it's nice that you can just dip out and dip in like that, isn't it, Paul? Exactly. It is, it is nice. So thank you for joining us, Paul, today. Really nice to have <laughs> thank you. Thank you for as... having me. Yeah, it's been really nice to have you, as usual. In my house. In your house. It's nice to have you in your own house. Um, and to everybody else, thank you for listening. And um, we hope you check out the next one and have a listen to the other podcasts that we have done. We are now up to number 15. Slowly, slowly reaching that 20 points. So until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye.